Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Emblem Podcast, or welcome back. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. This week we are going to be talking about how I'm resetting for the holidays and my holiday bucket list. And I know I just did a November reset episode literally like last week or two weeks ago. I can't really remember right now, but this, even though some of the things on the list kind of go hand in hand with those things, these are going to be more specific for the holidays. And I'm not really focusing on the holiday reset. I'd say the bulk portion of this episode is the holiday bucket list, but I don't want to be redundant with my holiday bucket list every year. I definitely have things that repeat every year for sure, but I wanted to incorporate some holiday reset things that I'm actually doing so that it can inspire you all to reset for the holidays as well as we get into a busy and crazy next month and a half. I just cannot believe the year is almost over. It literally just, I I just can't fathom how fast time is going by and it is just stressing me out because I'm just like, I can't believe how close our wedding is. If you're new here, I'm getting married on New Year's Eve this year and it's just so crazy how fast like this last six months of being engaged has gone by. I can't even, this year has gone by so quickly that I don't know if things that happened, you know, however many months ago, I honestly am like questioning, okay, did that happen, you know, three months ago? Did that happen a year ago? I don't really know because it's just like everything feels so fast that I just, my memory almost can't even keep up with everything going on. And it's not that I'm like, you know, this person with this unroutine life that I'm doing something different all the time so I can't remember things because when I say I can't remember it makes me sound like I'm bopping around traveling a bunch and all this stuff like no I have a very routine life but it's just there is a lot going on in the day-to-day within that routine which makes things feel a lot more fast-paced I guess but without further ado let's get into this episode I do want to say though if you want to contribute to next week's Q&A because I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode next week and if you're new here or if you haven't been listening long I like to do Q&A episodes quarterly I just think they're really good to kind of stay in touch with you all and keep things really personable and I used to do Q&As just kind of whenever I felt like doing them or when I was in ruts in terms of planning my episodes but about a year ago or maybe a little longer see I, I don't even know when it was it was a year plus question mark I don't know but around about a year ago I'm gonna say I really decided okay this would be a good episode to do quarterly because I just feel like that's you know a good frequency every three months to just you know have a QA and a to answer any questions you all may have because I never want to do the episodes too often to where I feel like I'm you know answering the same questions or saying the same things over and over again so if you want to contribute to that then definitely send me a question on the podcast Instagram don't send it to my personal I mean, you can send it to my personal, but the chances of me seeing it are a lot more slim. So, because I try to check those DMs, but it doesn't always, I'm not always the best about doing that. So, if you send to the podcast Instagram, it's at Podcast. You can send any questions you have, and they are anonymous. So, I'm not going to like share your username when I'm sharing the questions, but I did post a question box on my personal Instagram story. I stopped posting them on the podcast Instagram story directly just because I felt like. I was getting the same questions every time I would post it. So then I was like, okay, I need like a little bit of a range and diversity in the questions. So posting it on my main Instagram, it just reaches a lot more people. And that way I can also answer some on my personal Instagram as well if I don't get to them in the podcast because I like to do Q&As on my personal Instagram 
but I probably only do them once or twice a year on my personal Instagram, which I should probably do a lot more to stay in touch with everyone, but I also just don't want to be redundant, you know? So just wanted to get that out of the way. If you want to submit any questions, then definitely do so. And going ahead and getting into the episode, the quote this week comes from Pinterest and I don't think I've shared this specific quote before. If I have, it's probably been a while and I highly doubt anyone remembers that, but I just really like it for this time of year and this season of life and just overall just for this episode. And even if I've, I don't think I've shared it before, but it's probably along the lines of something I've shared before. But regardless, this is what the quote says. I think it's from the book called Clarity by Young Pueblo, maybe. That's what at least the comment on this Pinterest post says, so we'll see. But um, the quote says, they asked her, what is real happiness? She answered, happiness is not fulfilling every pleasure or getting every outcome you desire. Happiness is being able to enjoy life with a peaceful mind that is not constantly craving more. It is the inner peace that comes with embracing change. I really love this quote, especially for the time of year that it is. I know with the holidays, which I mean, I'm guilty of buying into this culture like I am somebody that eats it up but I'm also somebody that puts it out there with promoting things and being an influencer like obviously like that's going to happen but I try to keep it very specific to just things that I genuinely love and use and adore and you know I like to share deals on things that I love and use if they don't have deals very often you know what I mean But I know that sometimes things can just feel so pushy on social media and it can feel like we need to be buying everything under the sun or we need to be buying all of the new Christmas decor or all of the new outfits for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and for traveling or we need to be going on all these trips during the holidays and it can really, because of social media, it can make us feel like we are lacking and it obviously is a perspective thing depending on how you are looking at things. You can look at it from the perspective with you know comparing and be like wow this person has all of the new Christmas decor they completely updated their entire wardrobe for the season and they're going on like amazing wonderful winter trips and everything and you can look at that and just be like awesome love that for them and keep moving on but you can also you know see that and look at it as a comparison thing and think oh well I, I'm lacking all of those things and ultimately at the end of the day you know that's going to leave you feeling pretty empty and unfulfilled because you're not paying any mind to the things that are in your life that are filling your cup because you're so focused on what's filling somebody else's cup which at the end of the day isn't really affecting you and we were never meant to see this many people and all the things that this many people have in the first place you know what I mean so I just think that this is a really good reminder and that you know happiness isn't tied to you know a lot of the material things and being able to enjoy life with a peaceful mind that's like true contentment and true happiness and no amount of purchases you make is going to fill that void it may for a moment but it's always going to be fleeting you know what I mean it's not going to be lasting and it's not where you find that lasting joy and that lasting happiness. I think that that's something that's a lot more spiritual and it's not something, you know, that can be found in material worldly items. And I know that this time of year, it's so easy to compare yourself or just feel like you need to buy more or want more. I'm guilty of it. I I know that this time of year, I feel like I try to justify purchases a lot more easily because I'm like, oh, good sales and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, 
just keep that in mind. A lot of the times, you know, that's not going to fill the void. And even if it does, it's just fleeting and, you know, happiness, you don't have to fulfill every little wish and dream and goal and item on your list in order to reach happiness. It's not contingent on those things. So I just really liked that quote and thought it was really great for this time of year and everything. So my goal for this week, I really want to get ahead on my content this week. That's like really my main goal, but also just stay sane because this upcoming week is going to be so busy. I have two things at work that are pretty much going to be just kicking off next week and it's not a normal time for me to be doing these things at work in my full-time job. I just unfortunately got put on something like last minute that it's not a ton of hours in my schedule. So that part is nice, but the bad part about it is that it's starting at the same time something else is starting, which may get a little tricky. And I'm also mainly working with a team that works in India, which is 12 hours ahead. So timeline wise, I know that that can get a little tricky and it's definitely a bit of a bummer with it being my off season to, you know, know that my schedule may be a little wonky the next couple weeks. But at the same time, it's not like I have, you know, over 40 hours on my work schedule. It's just that the two things going on at once is, you know, especially because they were both supposed to start this week, but they're not even starting till next week now. So now I'm like, okay, great. These are going to be a little condensed, but I'm definitely the type of person that tends to overstress about things before they start and then they start and they're way less intense than what I'm making them out to be in my head. So I'm probably just working myself up right now since I've been slower the last couple of weeks at work. But anyways, um, it's going to be a busy week at work because of those things and um, those things starting. But then also my mom's coming in town because we have our couple shower next week, which I'm so excited for, which... If you like follow me on TikTok, I made a video about how nobody really talks about just how hard it is to have friends and family kind of spread out all over the country because it makes events like bridal showers and things like that a lot more complicated because I just got kind of in a position a few months ago where I was thinking about it and I was like, man, this kind of sucks that, you know, I can't really have my people, I can't really have a bridal shower. It makes sense to have one anywhere because, you know, if I had one in Houston, the only people that could come would be like my aunt, one of my aunts that lives here or outside of Houston, really, and my future mother-in-law and then my sister-in-law and then one of my bridesmaids. And those are like the only people in Houston that would come because it's not like I'm going to, you know, invite people that aren't invited to the wedding that I know here, which I don't even know that many people. And I know I could probably invite some of the women on the wedding guest list, but I know it's usually a more intimate thing. So I was like, okay, four people being invited to that if I do it in Houston. And I was like, okay, well, I could, you know, do one in Panama City back home. And then I was like, well, that would really only be like four people there too. Like two of my friends from home, maybe three. It depends on like who would come in town and everything. And then my grandma and my mom. So I'm just kind of like, okay, uh, doesn't make sense to do one. That's the conclusion I'm drawing from this. So then I just got kind of like upset and down and I was like, man, this really sucks because I feel like it's definitely a special part of the whole experience of being engaged. And the reason why it's special in my eyes is because it's more time you get to spend with those people, right? Like it's dedicated time to spend with people that, you know, you may not get to normally spend that much time with. So I was like, man, I'm like missing out on that kind of part of it in a way. 
But so then at that point, I was like, you know what? It's going to be way too chaotic to even try to do something. So I'm not even going to do one. Because then we were talking about doing one the weekend of the wedding, like the morning of the rehearsal, day of the rehearsal dinner. And I was like, that just sounds like it's going to be a lot in one day. So then we were just like, we're not going to do one. And then my mom was like, I really want you to have one because, you know, you are visibly upset about it. So let's try to make something work. So then I kind of was like trying to look into making something work and doing one literally at like our little neighborhood clubhouse and just doing a couple showers so that, you know, we had more than just four people on my side. But then what ended up happening is some of my fiance's like family friends, like the parents of some of his friends that he grew up with, which this is just, you know, one of the perks of kind of growing up somewhere and then moving back to that area is you maintain so many of those friendships that you've had for so long, I feel like, because my fiance is just so close with so many people he's known since like elementary school, which is just wild to me because I have like one friend and I just rekindled with her after not really speaking and not not speaking because of bad things or anything just because of distance. I just rekindled with this friend because she just moved to Houston and we haven't spoke since my like freshman year of college maybe and we were best friends in like elementary and middle school but she's the only person I keep in touch with from elementary and middle school and the rest of the people it's just high school and it's literally you know people I can pretty much count on two hands so with that being said it's just shocking to me I guess because it's just very different and they anyways a bunch of the family friends got together and are like surprised us and we're like we're gonna throw y'all a couple shower at you know like a pickleball place so I'm really excited and it makes us sound like really hard pickleball hardcore pickleball people but we're not we've literally played once um we do have good pickleball paddles though because we put some on our registry because we knew we wanted to start playing more together as a couple once it like cooled down and everything because we actually have pickleball courts really close to us so we can easily like go play whenever we want really and I'm really excited. It will be fun. We really enjoyed playing the one time we played like forever ago. And I am looking forward to it and looking forward to just being able to spend time with people. But with that being said, my mom is coming in town and that happens on Thursday night, I think. And then Tuesday night, we have a cake tasting. Wednesday, I'm going in office for work. So it's just going to be a busy. And then I also on top of that, I just feel like I have a lot of content that I'm working on with like brand deals and also just stuff that I'm trying to get edited and crank out and really just trying to be ahead because the week after next I am taking off Monday to Wednesday and then I'm off Thursday Friday for Thanksgiving and I'm going to Florida for Thanksgiving I don't really know if um, my fiance Griffin's coming with me or not yet but I'm going to be going home for about a week so I'm really really looking forward to that time because I will not be going home for Christmas which makes me very very sad it's my first year like ever not being with my parents on Christmas day and then not being in Florida well not my first year not being in Florida because we actually used to ironically used to be in Texas every other Christmas to see my dad's side of the family um growing up so it's my first year in a long time and probably like the last like I don't know six to eight years um of not being in Florida for Christmas so I am really excited though because it is um my first Christmas with my fiance because we've actually never spent Christmas Eve or Christmas Day together so I'm looking forward to that part of it so there's like a pro and a con there but anyways with all that being said yeah there's just a lot going on next week and I want to get ahead like have my podcast ready for the weekend that I'm leaving and then the weekend that I'm coming back hopefully I don't really know if I'm going to be able to record two that seems a little ambitious but I can at least get one of them done that will be good which one of them being a Q&A will be helpful so and I also just I 
really I'm kind of already ahead with YouTube so that's good so that'll make that part easier for me with uploading on YouTube and my gratitude for this week I am just so thankful for all of the wonderful people in our life and for the shower next week the fact that people even like thought to come together and do that for us I'm just definitely expressing gratitude for that and want to like I don't know verbally express it on the podcast because it is something that you know did kind of hurt I was like wow this like really feels kind of crappy when I realized that it didn't really make sense for me to have one so us doing a couple shower I'm just really excited and looking forward to it and I'm also just overwhelmed with gratitude for the people who are loving us during this season and support season of life and supporting us I feel like we've gotten so much of our registry items in the mail in the last two weeks and it's just been so crazy because it's felt like Christmas every day because I just like come home and I'm like oh my gosh there's a package and I don't know what it is and then I look and I'm like oh it's you know a registry thing so it's been really cool and exciting and it's just one of those things that I don't know obviously it happens you know hopefully only once in your life but I am just feeling so loved by all the people in our life so I'm just really taking a moment to express gratitude for that and appreciate it because it is very special so let's go ahead and get into the episode starting out with the reset for the holiday season so the very first thing that I'm doing is setting a budget for my Christmas gifts which I have literally never done but well I don't want to say I've never done it before because to be completely honest in the past like in college most of college not all of college but most of college I only had you know a certain amount of money to actually spend you know what I mean it's not like I could be like oh I'm gonna go crazy and just swipe the card and spend whatever on people like no I literally only had like probably a couple hundred dollars in my account and I needed to like make that last so I was really trying to you know space out the Christmas presents and just get little things here and there and that kind of thing but now that you know I'm older making adult money and that kind of thing I definitely want to set a budget because I feel like gift giving is one of my love languages for giving love. I don't really know what the base, what the main definition of love language is. I'm pretty sure it's how you like to receive love, but I know that love language works both ways. It's, you know, your love language and how you give love and how you receive love. My love language for receiving love is acts of service. And I think quality time is tied pretty closely with it. And then my, I feel like my giving love language is acts of service as well, but it's also gift giving. And I absolutely just love giving gifts. I love the whole process of shopping for people. I love thinking of the person and things that they do in their life and finding something that just works for them seamlessly, finding something that enhances their quality of life or their lifestyle or just something that reminds me of them. I just absolutely love gift giving and I always have. My mom has always told me I'm a really great gift giver. I don't really know how true that is, but you know, if my mom tells me that, I'm going to take it and run with it. (laughs) So I just really love gift giving. So a lot of times during the holidays, I'll just go a little crazy and I'll like convince myself. I'll be like, oh, I feel like I didn't get enough for this person. But then that turns into, oh, well, if I got this much for this person, then I need to get one more thing for these, all these other people. So I usually go kind of overboard, I'm not going to lie, with gift giving, but I'm very good about it because what I'll do is, you know, I'll be like, okay, Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, I am going to literally spend one of those days like on my computer just gift shopping, not even shopping for me, just gift shopping, and it's so good because I remember last year I got so many good deals, like I got, you know, the Pura devices, the 
scent diffuser devices that you can put in your home. Well, I have one of those and I love it. And I wanted to gift one. I was like, this would be a really good gift for my mom. And then I saw they were buy one, get one free. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the devices were. So I was like, I'm going to get one and I'm going to get a free one for my fiance's mom. So it worked out perfectly. And there were just so many really good deals that, you know, I just think it's such a great time to get gifts during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yes, you're buying into all the consumerism and everything. But if you're trying to get like good quality things at their best price, it's the best time to do it. So I love getting gifts then because I feel like I can get people more because I'm not having to maybe spend as much as I thought I would on something. So it's just a great time for shopping for gifts and everything. But this year, I definitely want to set a budget for Christmas gifts, you know, like whether it's an amount per person. I don't really want to do an amount per person because which when I say amount per person, if it was like five or $10 over and it was something I know that they would really love, I would do it. But I just want to set like a total amount that I want to spend because I really don't need to go overboard at all and really can't because I, I need to be, I'm really these last, this last month and a half, it's probably just going to be a ton of spending money related to the wedding. A lot of those last minute things. And, um, I, that's the stuff I'm going to be spending my money on during the, Black Friday, Cyber Monday time. Like I need to get candles for our wedding and I'm holding out for Black Friday, Cyber Monday to hopefully get really good get deals on them. But I'm praying they don't go out of stock. I'm literally going to be like stalking these websites to figure out what their Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals are. And if I have to wake up at 2 a.m. on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving to order these candles, I will freaking do it. So <laughs> I am just like committed to it. But I do really want to set a budget just because it is a very expensive time of life for me right now. My mom's already like called me and said, Abby, please do not go as hard as you normally go with gifts. Like she's like, I know you're spending a lot of your money with wedding stuff and you just don't need to do it. And I was like, hey, you know, y'all don't need to either because I don't want to be like copping out of gifts. But I have to say, I'm so thankful that I'm a content creator and I get PR because I save a lot of my PR and I don't use it because it's like, honestly, one person doesn't need as much as they get in PR and I'll be able to gift and that may make me sound cheap, but like it's great stuff. Some of it's like really high quality, high end luxury makeup, fragrances, that kind of thing. I can totally give that to, you know, my mom and my sister-in-law and my future sister-in-laws and my future mother-in-law and they will love it, you know, but I mean, I want to get some personal things as well, but I'm very thankful that I can, you know, re-gift some of those things I haven't used because those are great quality things that I'm not really, you know, actually having to outlay money for, which I'm so incredibly thankful for and cannot express enough gratitude that that's even, you know, my situation. So definitely want to set a budget for Christmas gifts. And I encourage you all to do so as well because it's so easy to accidentally go overboard, especially because I feel like you just, it, it's such a dopamine hit when you pay for something online or when you buy it in person and you get something for somebody because you get so excited to give it to them that I feel like it is a dopamine hit and then you just like want to keep chasing that dopamine hit so then you're like oh I'm going to keep buying things for people or I'm going to buy something for myself because then you're just chasing that feeling in a way so definitely set a budget for your Christmas gifts and going off of that which this goes along with my November reset um or not the November reset the getting your life together before 2024, like some habits to start now and everything that episode from last week, getting the money set for 2024, which last night I sat down and I like totaled up my kind of all of my brand deals that are sort of just like in progress for contracts that have like been signed. So like I know they're happening. Some of them are things that I've already 
performed, but I'm just, you know, waiting to be paid for them. Some of them are things that, you know, the contract was just executed. So we're, you know, in the content creating stage almost and everything. So I kind of went through and I was like, okay, this is what I am expecting. You know, I guess you could probably say through the rest of the year, what do I want to do with this money after taxes? You know, I was calculating how much I need to set aside for taxes. Will I be at my, the amount that I need set aside for taxes for my next estimated payment in January and, you know, kind of getting all that set straight, reallocating um, how I, you know, am wanting my automatic drafts to my high yield savings account to go because I literally turned off my automatic transfers for that because I've just had like literally every time I've gotten paid, I've had to, I feel like pay for something related to the wedding and I just don't, I haven't had really disposable income to I don't, or not, that's not the right word. I haven't had money to kind of set aside into my, you know, savings and my high yield savings account. Like it's in my savings account and my checking and savings account, like with my regular bank. But I, when I've been able to, I've transferred stuff, but I was like, I just want to be doing that on my own term and not automatically when I'm going through all this wedding planning stuff. Cause it becomes a headache when you're like, oh, I put, more than I needed to in my high yield savings account. And now I need to transfer it back so I can pay for this freaking invoice for a vendor for the wedding or something. So with all that being said, you know, getting all that set back up as I'm, you know, paying for a lot of these last things and just figuring all that stuff out and really just trying to start getting the budget worked on for 2024. Cause I know, I think I talked about in last week's episode, my fiance and I are like, really like once the wedding's over, we're like, we really want to like sit down and see where we can cut costs and really start saving more because this year we haven't been able to save near as much as we wanted to. So, um, which that's just part of life. That's part of the timing of when you get married. And if anybody's able to save a lot of money while they're, you know, in their season of life of planning a wedding, then I love that for you (laughs) because that's amazing. But also want to say as a reminder during the holiday season, you know, do not feel like you need to be buying everything. I know I already talked about it with a quote this week. Don't feel like you need to be having the latest and greatest. It's so tempting, especially when new trend star or things come out and you're just like, I want this new stuff because it's new and exciting and it's really cute. And, you know, you can make yourself a little wish list and it can be your Christmas wish list or you can put it on a list and just try and limit the impulse purchases as much as you can because I feel like this is the season where impulse spending like really takes the wheel and goes in the overdrive and at least I noticed for me this is like my hardest season when it comes to impulse spending so I've really been trying hard to not you know just buy something when I see it because I think it's cute and like really sit on it and ask myself you know is this something that I genuinely truly need have I sat and thought about it for a couple of weeks that kind of thing so remember to sit on it for a couple weeks and I saw a TikTok the other day and it was this girl like saying as a reminder just with all the you know crazy consumerism and everything this time of year she said if it has to be marketed to you it is not a necessity and I was like dang that's a really good like slap in the face wake up call kind of quote when it comes to your spending habits and everything because you know we we justify a lot of things and I'm all for you know you don't need to justify everything you buy like you can buy something if it's you know something that's going to make you happy at the end of the day, make your life better, whatever. Um, but it's funny because as a content creator, I feel like 
a lot of times, depending on the type of content creator you are, the type of content creator I am, I feel like anytime I buy something, I'm sitting there trying to justify why I bought it to my audience as if that matters at the end of the day. Like it's my money, I can spend it how I want to, but it's almost just like a defense mechanism. And I feel like a lot of that probably has to do with everyone's upbringing and (laughs) their relationship with money and everything like that. So Anyways, with that being said, I think that that's a really good thing to keep in the back of your mind and remember because a lot of the language, I'm literally sitting here like trashing my one of my own careers basically. I'm like sitting here saying like, oh um, yeah, I don't listen to influencers basically even though I technically am one part-time. But like I said, I try to always be very, very cognizant of what I'm sharing and you know, really work with brands as much as I can that, you know, are very genuine to me and things that I love and use but just because someone says your life isn't complete until you've tried x or you absolutely need blank in your closet you know just understand that that is language very specific verbiage and language that is being used to try and you know get you to buy something and if it has to be marketed to you it's not something you truly need because you know if it's your needs you're gonna get them And if somebody's having to sell it to you, it's likely not a true need at the end of the day. And there's maybe like a 1% exception for that, but you get it. The next reset thing is to deep clean and declutter, especially getting rid of any old decorations not being used or any clothes that you find in your closet. If you're somebody that, you know, switches out your closet for winter and summer, I feel like this is something that people mainly do where you actually get all four seasons. Um then definitely, you know, if you're looking at something, you're like, I didn't even wear this last fall. If you didn't wear it last fall, you're probably not going to wear it this fall. So go ahead and donate it or get rid of it, sell it, whatever. I know for me, my guilty thing is decorations. I feel like I just hold on to them just because I feel like I need to have a certain amount or something. But I decorated for Christmas this past week and I was, I really just have these two like Tupperware bins and they just sit in our closet and it holds all of our holiday stuff so Halloween like Christmas Thanksgiving like anything holiday related are in those two boxes and I opened them and I was just like I don't know why I still have some of this stuff because it's stuff that like I got from the dollar section of Target when I was like a sophomore in college that absolutely does not match our place at all or the vibe of our place just like very young feeling like one of the things I'm thinking of which very cute like it would look good somewhere else like I could think like in a classroom or something it would look really good but they're like these black pumpkins with gold stars all over the top of them and I'm like this just does like absolutely nothing in my home and I was like why do I still have these because I I didn't use them the last like two or three Halloweens, I don't think. And I was like, why do I still have these? So I'm donating those. Um, and nothing wrong with the dollar section decor because you bet your bottom dollar over 50% of my Christmas decorations are like thrifted from a like consignment store or from the dollar section of Target. Trust me, I'm all over that because I feel like any other section of Target, you're spending $20 minimum on something for the holidays, which... At that point, it's like, well, I guess I'm going to get two things. That's going to be my decor for the year. But I'm all about keeping the same decor year over year. It's honestly just so much easier too because I was like dreading decorating in a way because I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to take forever. But really what takes forever is the Christmas tree and decorating the tree, right? So 
I was sitting there kind of dreading it. But then once I got the tree up, the rest of the decorations took me like 25 minutes, if that. And it only took me 25 minutes because I was trying to remember where I put things last year and I was having to go up and down the stairs so many times. So it's so nice when you use the same stuff year over year because you kind of just put it back where it was, so like you know where it goes. It's not like you're having to take this inventory of everything you have and then plan a spot for it and see what looks best and all this stuff. So I love using the same stuff year over year and then just, you know, maybe adding a thing or two every year and that just kind of slowly building up your holiday situation, I guess. But I really want to deep clean too, especially before my mom gets here next week. We did vacuum and mop and everything last weekend, but I had done or well really Griffin did all that last weekend but the week before that was when I like dusted and like deep clean the kitchen deep clean the bathrooms and all that stuff so I'm gonna need to do that again by the time my mom gets here and I need to like dust the baseboards I need to dust the fans so I really need to get in and deep clean I really want I I need to stop talking about it in the episodes but I really want to hire cleaners so badly just like a one-time thing because thinking about cleaning this upcoming week before my mom gets here on top of everything else there's just like no way that's gonna happen so I might see how much that costs because it actually might be worth it um this upcoming week oh my gosh that's like it kind of hurts me to like spend that money though when it's something I know I can do I just feel like I don't have the time to do it um but it is on my list of resetting for the holiday season I feel like deep cleaning before or well, not really before you put up your decorations. Because when I think about like the Christmas tree, it's usually kind of messy getting it set up with like the fake pine needles. And even if it's real pine needles, and then our tree is flocked, so it has the fake snow all over it. So it definitely gets pretty messy. But deep cleaning, however you want to do it before or after you decorate, I feel like that's just kind of an essential. You know what I mean? Like you're pulling out all these decorations and like you don't want to be decorating a filthy space or you don't want to decorate and then have your place be dirty like for forever after that so definitely on my list to do that and the next thing is to invest in relationships and what I mean by this I mean your relationship with your friends your family your significant other whoever it is really invest in your relationships for the holiday season I think this is a really important thing to do as you reset for the holidays I know that I'm somebody that tends to put my friendships and everything on the back burner when I get busy and I've just had a really busy year and it's still busy and maybe you're somebody that you know you've noticed that you haven't really been putting a lot of effort into keeping up with your family or with your friends or you feel like you've been going through the motions with your significant other well the holidays are truly just a special time to spend with those we care about and it can also be a really lonely and tough time for some people so with that being said you know reach out to your friends make plans whether you're the one who needs something someone during this season of life and you know you need that friendship because you know you're feeling lonely and you're going through a hard time or it's just a hard time of year for you for whatever reason maybe you need somebody or maybe your family member or one of your friends needs somebody and that somebody might be you so this is just a reminder to you know check in with yourself see if you know you've been putting that kind of stuff on the back burner or not and reach out, you know, even if it's just like a phone call to catch up, it doesn't have to be this whole making plans and going to a dinner or whatever. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but check on the people in your life because you never know what somebody's going through. And, you know, somebody may just feel really lonely this time of year. And 
it's a time of year where people, you know, are really spending a lot of time with family and friends, but then there are people that this is a hard time of year for them for whatever reason. So keep that in mind and reach out to your friends, reach out to your family and invest in your relationships. The next thing is to plan holiday cooking and baking. And this one is not one I'm going to do like all at once per se, but the week of Thanksgiving, like definitely before Thanksgiving day gets there, obviously. I want to like plan out what we're going to be cooking. I don't even know what we're doing for Thanksgiving yet. I'm assuming just something like at our house or with my grandma or something in Florida, but planning like out everything you're going to make and getting inspired for it, going on Pinterest, looking at recipes and same thing for baking. Um, cause I know Christmas that we typically like to bake and everything around Christmas, which we're probably not going to be doing a ton of it this year since it's going to literally be one week before the wedding. And I just feel like there's going to be so much other stuff going on. So we may not get much further than making like the little Pillsbury snowman or elf cookies. Um, that might be the, the extent of our baking this year. Hopefully we can do something fun and bake somehow, but um, I'm sure we'll do something small, but it's probably going to be nothing compared to like what we typically do in Florida. Cause I feel like my parents and I, we normally will make like chocolate covered pretzels and then like candy cane, white chocolate popcorn, and then usually like peanut butter kiss cookies um, and then sugar cookies, gingerbread men, and then we'll, you know, save a little bit for our home and then we'll take some to neighbors and stuff. So, uh, definitely want to plan those things ahead of time. Cause I feel like in the past it would be like Christmas week. And then like two days before Christmas, my mom's like, okay, what are we going to bake? And then we have to go to the store with all the chaos of everybody else doing the exact same thing as us. And it's just chaotic. So definitely want to kind of try and do those things a little bit more early and just with more intention. And the next thing is to be extra intentional with gratitude. Literally right after I record this episode, it's like 7.45 on Thursday night right now. And I am planning on whipping out my journal because I just feel like I've been lacking in journaling, practicing gratitude, being intentional with it. I've just been going through the motions with my days and I just really want to sit down with my journal and write and, you know, just express gratitude, put my feelings, pen the paper um, because I want it, not only do I want it like documented right now for this season of life that I'm in, I also just have some things that I'm working through emotionally that I want to put on paper, but I also want to put my gratitude on paper because I just feel like I'm so much more aware and it's just so much more in the forefront of my brain when I put it on paper. You know what I mean? I really feel like I'm acknowledging something when I'm putting it on paper versus when I'm just thinking about it in my head you know what I mean so being extra intentional with gratitude this time of year is always great and you know just being thankful to have a home to live in to have a roof over our head to have people to spend the holidays with um you know all of those things have a home to even decorate I'm just you know so grateful for that and I was thinking about that this week when I was decorating I was just like man you know we complain about certain things about our home but I am just so beyond grateful to even have a place and a roof over our head and tough somewhere to call home to even decorate so just you know being extra intentional with gratitude is something that's only going to make you happier and make yourself feel better at the end of the day and the next thing is to indulge in self-care I don't know about you guys but something about this time of year just is indulge in self-care and maybe this is where my impulse spending problem comes in because I probably call it self-care and I'm like I'm indulging in self-care this time of year and I write off you know overspending and impulse buying as 
self-care, but that's not the case. <laughs> but self-care I'm talking about here is, you know, watching movies and watching TV shows, playing your favorite games, um, just doing things you love that like really help you connect with your inner child. Um, that's just things that I like to do during the holiday season just because I feel like the holidays are inherently so nostalgic and I love doing things that help me connect with my inner child and things that are just like truly fun and things that I'm just I enjoy doing to pass the time and just things that make me happy you know like coloring or whatever it may be like just something that calms your mind or reading books like I love indulging and reading this time of year especially because work is typically slower so I have more like time to read in the evenings and before work and everything um and even indulging in self-care in the sense of just being like doing the most with my showers like playing music when I'm in the shower using like my favorite body washes and really just like soaking it up and just really being dramatic with the self-care I love it um you know I think it's also a big time for indulging in self-care because of it being the end of the year and rolling into a new year it kind of puts us all in this reflective state where we're thinking about the year and you know, maybe we're journaling or thinking of our goals for 2024. And I think all of those things are kind of tied in the self-care too, because you're taking care of your future self in a way. So I think it's helpful for those things in a way. Let's go ahead and get started with the bucket list. So I don't have a ton on here, but I have some like new and different things. So I'm excited to share it. But the first thing, which is one I've already done, is to decorate and cozify our home while listening to cozy Christmas jazz. So the other evening, I... Well, I did some before work, and then I did some down my lunch break, and then I finished everything up after work. But I turned on the Cozy Christmas Jazz playlist on Spotify, which I absolutely love. And it was so, it was just such a vibe. Um, I should look up, let me look up the actual name of it. I think it's like, I'm pretty sure it's just Cozy Christmas Jazz. It should be in my Spotify recent history, though, since I just listened to it a few days ago. Yeah, it's the Cozy, it's like the Spotify cozy Christmas jazz playlist so if you just search it it's the one that has a little Spotify logo on the cover and it was just such a vibe I played that on our speaker and then on the tv I put on a cozy Christmas coffee shop ambiance little video that just like rolls and I had that on and I was putting the tree up and decorating the tree and getting everything all cozy and oh my gosh our home just feels so freaking cozy with the Christmas lights and everything and I just love it so I I don't know I just it it makes me so happy to like walk in the living room and see the Christmas tree and it's been raining all evening today and it's gonna rain like all day the next three days I think and the rain and the Christmas tree in the corner in between the windows next to the fireplace I'm just like oh my gosh I'm eating this up even though we don't use our fireplace I really want to that's honestly on our bucket list I want to light our freaking fireplace but I don't know if we will because it's just one of those traditional ones so we're just like worried about our home just smelling like the burning smoke smell for a while which I know you can get like wood that doesn't technically smell but I still feel like it will just because it's just an old school fireplace I don't know um I don't know I want to use it though because it's such a cozy vibe the next thing is to volunteer or donate or do something along those lines which I actually just before I recorded this episode I sent a form to the holiday heart little campaign that is done through a nonprofit in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which if you didn't know, I went to school at the University of Alabama and ever since my oh gosh, 
I don't know if it was my sophomore year or junior year of college that I started doing this, but I would sponsor a child through this nonprofit. And basically, you know, they would, I would sign up. I usually always did like ages 14 and up because they say that like teenagers get the least amount of sponsors. So I wanted to do a teenager since, you know, they don't get as many sponsors because I feel like the babies and the little kids get the most. Um, so I'd sign up for a kid to sponsor and then you would get like their wish list for Christmas, but it would have like their needs and their wants on it. And it seriously just like really puts things in perspective because, you know, I remember one year, like the needs for one of my girls, it was just like deodorant and a pillow and like sheets and a comforter. And it just like broke my heart. And it just, it was really special to, you know, just remember you know wow like those are things that I just don't even think about to be thankful for like freaking deodorant and a pillow to sleep on and this is something that this girl it's on her needs list for Christmas and so you know I was like oh my gosh so I always like to take care of you know as many if not all of the needs and then get like one or two of the wants on the list because financially I wasn't necessarily always able to get everything that was on the list and um I just it's something that I really enjoy doing and it's just it's, I think it's just important, you know, if you have the means to do so, and even if it's not, you know, spending your money on something, you know, go spend your time and just take, you know, half of a day if you can to volunteer somewhere where, whether that's at an animal shelter or, you know, at a Salvation Army type of thing, whatever it is, um, it's just something that I think is great to do during the holiday season when, you know, people need it. And I just feel like it's the time to give back. Like, I think anytime is the time to give back, but this is really the season for giving back. And I had just filled out the forms today for Holiday Heart, which is the name of the campaign. And I just am doing a monetary donation this year because it was a lot easier for me to do the shopping for the child when I was in Tuscaloosa because I could like physically go drop the items off. But the last two years when I've done it, I've been shipping it to like someone's house that works there, which actually a subscriber of mine and everything. But um, I, it, it's just like a lot of like back and forth. So I was like, I'm just gonna do a monetary donation this year and hopefully that'll like go towards somebody or whatever. So that's what I'm doing this year, but I would also like to volunteer somewhere um, during this holiday season because I haven't done anything volunteering since like last year and last year's it was through work. So I would like to do something else, whether it's like food bank, which last year I did the food bank for work and it was actually like so much fun. Um, so maybe I'll do that again, but just like do it with my fiance and his family or something. Cause I know they like to do something like that around Thanksgiving too, but highly encouraged doing that. Um, just reminding y'all, um, you obviously don't have to, but just putting it in the back of your mind. <laughs> and the next thing is to make a summer pot. I have never made a flipping summer pot before. Literally who am I? I feel like I can't even call myself an adult woman if I haven't made a summer pot yet. Cause that just feels like a rite of passage as a 25 year old woman almost. Um, I'm just kidding. It's not really, but I'm being dramatic, but I would love to make one because I've seen so many like little recipes for them on Pinterest where it's like, make your home smell like Christmas. And I'm like, not that I have three Christmas candles already, but sure. Okay, let's do it. Um, I just think it's like different because the smells when you like cook something on a stove and are like creating a smell and creating that aroma through cooking almost I feel like it's just stronger and it kind of like seeps into things more than a candle does and also it's just fun so I really want to make a summer pot the next thing is to go look at Christmas lights somewhere I really want to do this and like drive around through like some of the nicer nicer neighborhoods like going off of Memorial Drive like 
over by like Memorial Park and like the uptown area. I think that's where like a lot of like really nice Christmas lights and stuff are and River Oaks in Houston. Um, we have not honestly like gone and looked at lights at all since we've lived here. Like we've seen them when we've gone driving, of course, to go somewhere, but we haven't gone in the car with intentions of going to look at Christmas lights, if that makes sense. So I really want to do that this year, especially with it being our first Christmas together with my fiance. Like I want us to do that as a tradition every single year. So maybe we can get a hot chocolate somewhere and go do that on Christmas Eve together or even Christmas evening to like wrap up Christmas day or something. So I really want to do that. And I also going off of that, a place to look at Christmas lights, especially if you're in Houston, I saw on Instagram that post, which is like that giant building downtown that it's basically if you don't live in Houston you're probably like I don't care about this but it's basically this big building that has a ton of restaurants and there's like office spaces and stuff it's kind of like a mall in a sense but like way more modern and cool and and just like a really cool building but it has a rooftop and the rooftop is I'm 99% sure it's the largest rooftop in the United States it is massive literally massive and it has this really amazing view of the skyline of Houston and Houston has the best skyline, I swear. Um, maybe not the best ever, but definitely like one of the top ones. Um, you know, probably doesn't beat New York, but it's up there and we love the Houston skyline. So you get a good view of it, but they're doing something called winter wander lawn, little, little pun there instead of wonderland, I guess, but it's called winter wander lawn. And I think it's to go on a weekday and $10 to go on on the weekend. So it's a pretty cheap activity. You know, it's not as cheap as just going and driving and looking at lights yourself, but they are like decorating the whole like roof with like Christmas lights and like Christmas trees and that kind of thing. And I always liked going and walking on the tinsel trail in Tuscaloosa, which was a bunch of companies like would sponsor a Christmas tree and like decorate their Christmas tree like something and it would just be all along the river walk in Tuscaloosa and that was always so much fun. I loved walking on that especially because I lived on river walk and or by the river walk and um I just like my apartment literally sat in between where the tinsel trail went which was so cool because it's like I could walk one direction and be on part of the tinsel trail or I could walk the other direction and be on the tinsel trail and it's just like one of those holiday things I love doing so I kind of want to go do that at winter wanderlawn um but I don't know if I love or hate the idea of it I love the idea of it with Christmas lights but the idea of going because it's just different in a big city y'all like going to places and things like that events with a lot of people I get really bad anxiety and I think it's just because the sheer amount of people I'm not used to being around that many people at once. I never really felt that way at like football games or anything in college, which is obviously a lot of people, but for some reason being in like a big city, I think it was different in college because it was like of the environment, you know, it was a college town. So it was just kind of like, oh, this is what everybody's doing today, but It's just sometimes I can't wrap my head around how big Houston really is. But sometimes I go to things in Houston and I'm just like overwhelmed by the amount of people that are there. Like when I go to like a mall, I just get overstimulated. I'm like, I have to leave immediately because it's just not an enjoyable experience for me because I just get really stressed out. So I'm like, would I feel that way at this winter wanderlawn thing? Would it be really like, would it be super cheesy? I'm like, surely would it be? It's probably like fun and enjoyable, I'm sure. But if there's like just way too many people and like you're just 
too close to so many people, I, I just can't do that anymore. But I think maybe it'll be okay because it's open air since you're on like the roof. So I don't know, maybe on one of the days it gets cooler, we could do that or something, but I do want to go check that out. And next I want to make a movie list and, oh, I want to make a reading list for the holiday season, but y'all to be honest, I'm just going to be reading Throne of Glass, the whole series. I finished Crown of Midnight the other day and oh my gosh, it was so good. My jaw was on the floor the whole like last 40% of the book. Absolutely unreal. Loving it and eating it up. I'm reading Assassin's Blade now and... I have a feeling that I'm probably not going to be reading anything else in the next three months besides the Throne of Glass series, unfortunately, because there were all these holiday books that I had saved that I want to read. But I'm honestly just so bought into Throne of Glass right now. Like Crown of Midnight was so good that I really just want to keep, you know, reading and chugging through the stories. So, or chugging through the books. So I'm just kind of like, oh, my holiday reading list is kind of non-existent because of that. Um, but there were several holiday books I did really want to read and check out and everything. I could share some of them with y'all if you want me to, just so you can have some ideas for yourself. I can pull them up really quickly. But also want to do a movie list just because I feel like I don't typically go out of my way to watch Christmas movies. I want to watch the Thanksgiving Snoopy because that's probably my favorite one. It's just the one I watched the most as a kid. And also, let me just say, my mom, her whole life, my whole life, has been obsessed with peanuts like the snoopy peanuts the whole crew her whole life so i have like ever since i was a little girl and i even could like understand what the peanuts who the peanuts were i have just associated them with my mom so it's like i anytime i see something peanuts i like buy it for her i send it to her i'm like oh look which like i think like um who pottery barn i think had a uh, peanuts collection recently like for christmas and I just feel like Snoopy's having, like, his moment right now, having a resurgence. I literally follow a Snoopy account on Instagram and TikTok. Like, who am I? But I'm like, I love that he's just, like, coming back so, like, casually just getting huge again. It's just precious to me. And it just makes me so happy because I love Snoopy. But I really want to watch the Thanksgiving episode. It's literally my favorite. I'm just, like, thinking of Snoopy, like trying to like cook everything and set the table and everything right now and it's just making me laugh and I want to watch the Christmas one and I don't know I just I want to watch a couple other movies I feel like I do watch a Christmas story every single year but I want to watch some like good cheesy like rom-com Hallmark style Christmas movies because I feel like I never watch those but then also watching like the holiday version of TV episodes which I know I mentioned to y'all that I started watching Gilmore Girls recently and so I'm on like season one right now and Gilmore Girls is just so perfect for the holidays because like the fall the whole town just like goes all out for everything so it just feels so cozy with the holidays so you know watching the Christmas episodes of any shows you like like Friends or um, I'm trying to think of other shows that have like holiday themed episodes but I really can't think of any right now besides Friends and Gilmore Girls so definitely want to do that but let me try and pull up the books really quickly that I saw for the holidays because I know that some of y'all might be interested in that. So one that I saw on my Instagram explore page is called Holly Jolly Ever After by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone and there's also one called A Merry Little Meet Cute which I think is by one of those or those are the same co-authors as A Merry Little Meet Cute. There's also one called The Holiday Swap by Maggie Knox that I've seen, um, Winter Street by Ellen Hildebrand, and I think there's 
what did I read? I literally did a book club holiday episode like two or three Christmases ago on the podcast where we did like a book club and every week I like updated chapters or whatever. I think that one was either the 12th. I think it was the 12 dates of Christmas. And that one was pretty cute. Like it was cheesy, but it was cute. And then In a Holidays, I believe is one. And there's one called Meet Me Under the Mistletoe by Jenny Bayless, which Jenny Bayless is who wrote the 12 dates of Christmas that we did on the podcast a couple years ago. So I think Meet Me Under the Mistletoe is a newer release of hers. So I really wanted to read that because I was like, I've read her other book and I honestly, like in terms of just the descriptive language for the holiday season, like that was reason enough for me to like the 12 dates of Christmas because it just painted the picture of Christmas so well, I felt like. So even if the rest of the book was like predictable, cheesy, whatever, that did it for me. The rest of it did. So whatever. But the next thing is to make some Christmas cocktails. My mom and I have made the mistletoe margaritas from half-baked harvest and they were really good but i definitely want to experiment and try some other drinks i would love to make some kind of like apple cider related drink around thanksgiving um i know like apple cider mimosas are really good i made those one halloween in college where we did caramel around the rim of the champagne glass and then apple cider and mimosa and what apple cider and champagne not apple cider and mimosa (laughs) apple cider and champagne in the glass and it was really really yummy definitely like a sweeter mimosa but it was like good to have like one or two of them and loved it I also want to hang some wreaths I got gifted some wreaths from something pretty floral um because the girl who created them is under the same talent management company as I am so she like had I guess had asked a lot of the talent managers to reach out to their creators if they wanted some wreaths in exchange for posting like an Instagram story, which I was like, duh, I love me a cute wreath. So I do have one hung in our kitchen right now, but I have another one in a box that I need to unbox and I want to put it on our front door, but we don't have a door hanger for it. So got to get a door hanger for that. And I want to listen to more Christmas music and just create a cozy ambiance through the ambiance videos. I love just throwing on a different Christmas ambiance like YouTube video in the morning when I'm like sitting on the couch whether I'm editing a video or responding to emails for YouTube stuff or reading a book I love looking those up because there's like cozy cabin ones there's cozy coffee shop ones um there's just like cozy snow scenes cozy like winter town like just so many different ones that you can find and they're all just so cute and precious and I love them And as far as Christmas music goes, I'm probably going to start like actually listening to it very soon in terms of, you know, pulling up playlists for it and stuff. I love like country Christmas. Oh my gosh. So good. I need like a Chris Stapleton Christmas album that would literally make my life. And there are so many greats. Just, I don't know. I also do need the shout out. I don't know if you guys have heard of, which if you're like an OG subscriber of mine, you would know this, but and I'm saying like OG, OG. Um, if any of y'all know the artist Austin, his he goes by like Austin, but his name is spelled A-S-T-N. I went to high school with him and we graduated together and he was on drumline in high school. And I didn't really know him until my senior year of high school, like know him well. Um, always knew of him, but I feel like being a senior once like with pep club and stuff, like you just got more involved with like the band and you just like met more people in the band because everything would be like so hype and you would like go on the track and like dance with the drumline blah 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 it was just like this whole thing so and we also had more classes together I think our senior like 
public speaking or something like that. Anyways, besides the point, he is incredible and he does the if what if blank song was R&B and like does those on his Instagram all the time, but he also has amazing songs of his own. Um, my favorite song by him is Butterflies. It's on like several of my playlists and he came out with his own version like cover of Last Christmas and it's so good and Last Christmas is one of my favorite Christmas songs but it's so good so definitely check that out want to give him a shout out and it's just like so cool to see him thriving and I don't know because he literally I'm literally on his Spotify page right now and he has two and a half million monthly listeners which is so crazy but his big like big I think moments like pivotal moments he's had probably several I don't I don't speak to him so I don't know but he did the what if happier than ever was R&B and it like blew up on TikTok and Instagram and then he like you know made it into his own cover and that's his definitely his most streamed song because it has 160 million plays which on Spotify which is nuts so with all that being said definitely check that song out to the uh cover because it's really good um I have listened to it and I am going to add it to my Christmas playlist right after this after I finish recording this and I want to put out some outdoor lights and decorations at our house I've been looking on Amazon but I haven't really found anything I found like these solar I didn't want to get anything that I have to plug in because I don't want to leave it plugged in 24 7 because I just feel like it's going to die quickly I don't know though maybe plug in things last longer than I'm thinking um because I don't have to like buy a new thing next year you know what I mean if it's plug in so I was like maybe I can get like some solar panel just like little things you stick on the ground so I saw some solar panel little candy canes and I was like that'd be really cute for like our sidewalk leading up to our front door and I saw these little like Christmas tree lights that are solar too but the issue is we don't really get a lot of direct sunlight at all like maybe like an hour a day of like true sun is hitting our where our home is because there's just a lot of trees in our area that block a lot of the sun but then also we're facing like the least optimal way to get the most natural sunlight so um I was like I don't really know if the solar things are gonna work because it's like I'm gonna spend money on them put them in the ground and then they're not even going to be very bright because they didn't really get any sun during the day because I remember the initial like cafe lights that we hung on our porch were solar and I was like oh they're lit but they are so insanely dim what what is that for and then I realized I was like oh we don't really get any dark sunlight so we ended up returning those and getting plug-in ones so I'd like to get the little like net lights for the bushes or I don't know just some kind of little lights to hang on our little like porch wall railing thing I don't really know I want to do something outside though to like make it festive and cute and fun especially because it's like really dark and our neighborhood from all the trees and stuff and there's no like lights um I just think it'd be really cute I want to go on a holiday date night really badly um whether that's dinner and a movie or going to look at Christmas lights um getting hot chocolate whatever I want to have like a, a planned out holiday date night probably like the week before Christmas, um, just before things, cause I know like things are probably going to be like so crazy, like the 10 days before the wedding. So before that I would love to do when it's like really close to Christmas. So we're like getting excited and anticipating Christmas, but before I'm like totally, totally stressed out over the wedding, I want to do a holiday date night and I would love to go to like a candle making class and make a candle as our date night. There is a place called fourth and nomad here in Houston. You can go make candles. And I, last time I checked, it was which this would have been like a year and a half ago. It was $100 for two people and you get to make two candles, I think, and you get a bottle of wine for 100 bucks, which is like a pretty solid deal, I feel like, for the whole experience because, you know, it's probably like an hour and a half hour experience 
getting two candles out of it, which I feel like candles are, depending on where you go, you know, anywhere from 20 to 40 bucks for like a good candle. If you're not going to TJ Maxx like I normally do, LOL. Um, and I don't know, a bottle of wine. Like it's definitely, 100 bucks is a lot, but I'm like, okay, if we just did that and like made dinner at home or something, I think that's like worth it instead of like going and spending $100 at a restaurant. Because it's an experience, but I think it would be special to like commemorate our first Christmas together to have something to commemorate that if we had like a scent tied to that and could make the candles for it. I don't know. I think it would be fun. I want to get holiday nails, which I have right now. I just got my nails done this week and they are a, it's the color is Monaga wine. I don't know what Monaga is, but that's what the color was. And it is a like true deep maroon red. Um, I'd say it even has a touch of brown in it, but not really just like a little bit. It's a little bit deeper than your standard maroon. So it's like maroon, but it is shade darker and it's beautiful. I had black on my nails for um, Halloween right before this, but I was going to test a white for bridal nails because the next two times I get my nails done, I can't get holiday nails because the next time I get them done, it'll be right before my bridal portraits at the end of the month. And the time after that, it'll be for the wedding. So right now, I just have this deep, deep red and I really, really love it. I didn't want to do like a bright red um, just because I feel like a bright red for some reason just like doesn't look good on my hands and my nails, like a Christmassy red. And I didn't want to do, I was going to do like an evergreen kind of color, but I did that last Christmas and I was kind of like, I really am vibing with the deep maroon color right now. And I was just thinking of maroon by Taylor Swift and I was like, I kind of want to get that color on my nails. So I did. And the next thing is do a random act of kindness. This kind of goes hand in hand with the volunteering and donating, but whether this is like paying for somebody's coffee behind me or going out of my way to say a compliment to a stranger or I don't know, just helping somebody out. I want to do a random act of kindness this holiday season, hopefully several of them. I would love to do a giveaway. Actually, I am going to do a giveaway for on my social media. It'll be probably through my personal Instagram, but it's probably not going to be before the holidays. I'm just not going to have time to worry about that because of the wedding and everything. After the holidays, though, like, and probably after I get back from my honeymoon, it'll be like a late holiday delayed little giveaway. And I definitely want to do a giveaway of some things. So definitely stay tuned for that because I think one is overdue. Because I, I don't think I did a giveaway last year. Um, honestly, things have just been like so crazy. I feel like the last two years with being engaged, getting engaged, and then like starting kicking off wedding planning and work really ever since I started working. I feel like I don't think I've done a giveaway, which is sad. I may have done like a Starbucks gift card on my Instagram stories, but I want to do like a true giveaway really badly. So I want to do that as well. Um, and then I want to go to a Christmas bar. This is the last thing. Actually, I don't know if I want to do this either. <laughs> this is like on my bucket list, but I'm like, do I really want to do that? I don't know. I have seen some Christmas bars and I'm like, that seems like kind of a nightmare because they always look like really, really packed. And sometimes you have to pay like a ridiculous cover to go to them. But I really want to go somewhere that has festive drinks at the end of the day. It doesn't need to be like decked out in Christmas stuff or, you know, have like a bajillion Christmas trees in it or something. I did go to a Christmas bar in Charleston last year when I went to, Car gosh, I can't believe that was last year. It feels so long ago. Um, I went to Charleston with a bunch of my, not a bunch, handful of my girlfriends from home and we went on just a girl's trip to Charleston together and we went bar hopping one night and one of the bars we went to was a Christmas bar. And I don't know if it's a bar, Christmas bar year round or if it was just that time. I honestly want to say it's year round because it was like one of those places that was like fully decked out and Christmas stuff and it was overwhelming. We felt like we were... I mean, honestly, the audience, it, it was definitely people who were, like, underage and, like, early in college, so we felt so out of, like, 
place, but I mean, we had fun with it. You know, like we were just like, you know what, we're gonna like roll with it and pretend we're just this that same age right now and have a blast. So no, we we had fun with it and they had like a DJ and everything. I just remember it being kind of miserable because it was really cold in Charleston, so we were like in these like warm clothes. And we went in this bar and it was like packed and it was just really hot and stuffy. And I was like, I cannot last in here long, but it was, I mean, fun for the Christmas bar aspect. But I would love to just go to a, like a cocktail bar that has festive drinks, honestly, at the end of the day. It doesn't need to be a full on Christmas bar like that one in Charleston was, but that is everything on my holiday bucket list and for my holiday reset this year. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And like I said, be sure to Send me a question on the podcast Instagram. It's at Podcast if you want to contribute a question to the Q&A for next week. And I hope you all are having a wonderful day or evening when you're listening to this. And I will talk to you all next Monday.